Welcome to Lifestyle Solopreneur, the community for entrepreneurs who put lifestyle first. Join your host, Flavia Barris, as she interviews successful lifestyle solopreneurs and shares ideas to help you find the perfect balance between lifestyle, business, and self. Flavia is an attorney, marketing expert, and founder of several online academies. She's been featured in major media, including BBC World News, The Wall Street Journal, The New York Post, ESPN Television, and more. Join us for this episode of Lifestyle Solopreneur. Hey, Lifestyle Solopreneurs. Today we get to speak with Tony Castillo. He's an elite nutrition expert. He specializes in sports nutrition and aiding athletes, business leaders, and pretty much anyone seeking to boost their performance through nutrition. His background in dietetics has led him to work with major league baseball teams, such as the Toronto Blue Jays and also the University of Florida. His journey started in middle school as an overweight student and continued into high school until he jumped onto a quote unquote diet, which resulted in unsustainable weight loss. Today, Tony is on a mission to teach others about the significance of healthy lifestyle modifications that can optimize performance in every area of life. Welcome to the show, Tony. Flavia, thank you so much for having me on. Super excited to be on. How are you doing today? I am doing phenomenal. And I just love your energy. You you just always have this amazing <laughs> joie de vivre energy. You know, you're ready to like attack life in a great way. And I've, I've got to assume that that circles back to your area of expertise, which is nutrition. Absolutely, it does. And it's interesting because the people that are listening to this, so many of them, the, the solopreneurs or wantapreneurs, they typically don't have energy because those are some of the main people I work with. They come to me just drinking coffee all day or energy drinks or teas or trying different powders and potions. And they come to me so muted. And I tell them when we have our first call and throughout the journey, like this is my energy 24-7. My wife loves it and hates it. Uh, my kids love it and hate it. But again, <laughs> just the people I work with really gravitate towards it. Well, and so how did you get from... Because I mean, when it really struck my heart when you said overweight student early on, it's hard to be a kid and be overweight or have anything really that, that uh, prevents you from doing everything you want to do as far as sports or activities. And then you had your own experiences back then in high school, and then you ended up where you are today. So was it just like a straight trajectory from high school to where you are today and you were just in the nutrition world the whole way? Or did you have any twists and turns along the way? How did you get where you are today? Probably so many twists and turns. I wish it was just that simple as a straight shot. <laughs> just like it was in business, right? So just to take you through that journey, when I was younger, I was overweight. I was depressed. My parents got divorced. I was using food as an emotional crutch. I was using it to hide my feelings. I remember I actually had a, a bucket of cheese balls in my room that I would eat because one, my mom would always be jumping on fad diets. So I learned from her and that was my primary caregiver. And she told me I couldn't have it in the house. So I had to hide it from not only her, but I'd hide and I'd eat in hiding. So I became overweight at the age of 13. I was bullied a lot because of the way I looked, uh, just being overweight. And eventually I went to a urologist, with my mother, and everything came out normal, Flavia. They just said, you know, you are normal. You have something called gynecomastia, which is man boobs. And I was made fun of that. And that urologist said, well, you have two options, Tony. You can either do testosterone replacement therapy or plastic surgery. And luckily, I did neither of those two because I thought to myself at 13, like, there's got to be a different journey. And luckily, my mom didn't support that either. Well, 
eventually all throughout high school, I was actually an offensive lineman in American football. So the really big guys up front, I weighed about 250 pounds at the end of high school. A friend of mine gave me a bodybuilding weight loss plan and a bodybuilding meal plan, lost the weight. But then I went to college and Flavia, everything like beer, pizza, and tacos tasted way better than any meal plan I had done. So I started to excessively work out and I tried every diet that was popular at the time. It was a lot of the Atkins and South Beach diet. I then tried a lot of the fat burners, different BCAAs, protein powders, a lot of these things that I I would hear at the gym that said would help me with my weight loss journey because I started to gain all the weight back and none of them worked, none of them. And I was just so desperate for anything because I was just trying to figure out why I wasn't working. So then I tried working out twice a day and eating very little calories. I tried if it fits your macros, none of it was working for me. I actually had disordered eating, meaning I wasn't, it wasn't an eating disorder, but I just wasn't happy with the way I looked. And I also wasn't happy with what I was eating and, and how I felt. I had almost no energy, the exact opposite of where I was, where I am today. So I finished with my degree in biology and chemistry, and it wasn't until I broke my foot dancing on a Halloween night where I should just be having fun. The first thought that came through my head was, how am I going to work out with a broken foot? And I knew right at that moment that something was wrong. So I took that year off uh, after getting my bachelor's, and my girlfriend, who's now my wife, asked me to go to an open house. And this open house had nutrition. And to be honest with you, I thought you could just work at a gym and you'd get a nutrition degree. Well, that's not the case, unless you want an uneducated person to give you poor nutrition advice and go that route. However, I got my master's in nutrition. And when I went to go work in my first hospital, I remember going into someone who just had open heart surgery. He had a tube coming out of his chest. And he said, are you the food guy? And I was like, well, yeah, I guess you could say that I'm a dietitian." And he said, all right, well, can you get me fried chicken and mac and cheese? And I was like, well, sir, you, you just had a, a heart attack. You literally had open heart surgery just to save your life. And you have a tube coming out of you that's draining excess fluids. He's like, I don't care. I have a new heart. I want my fried chicken and mac and cheese. I literally went out of that room and I said, yeah, I knew that this wasn't for me, right? I knew that's not where I wanted to be. And even at that point, when I went to school, I thought they're going to tell me to go low carb, get rid of sugars, all these things. So when I went to go work with athletes, I saw a different light in food. I saw food as fuel. And we hear that a lot in mainstream media that people are saying it. But when you actually work with athletes and those elite performers, so I've worked with people who've been to the Olympics. I've worked with people who have won the championships in their sports, in all ranges of sports. So these are the high performers. And what I saw is they had a great relationship with food, not saying some of them didn't have disordered eating and that those are some things we've worked on. But when they had that right fuel, they performed at their peak. And from there, I went to go work with a major league baseball team. And the reason I wanted to work with athletes is for two reasons. One, I wanted to see what it was like to actually eat and perform at their best and what that would look like. And two, I want to know if they were doing some sort of secrets behind our backs because we see them promoting things such as dairy, grains, Wheaties is a popular one we hear. Were they taking supplements behind our backs? Were they taking steroids? And the answer was no, they eat those foods and they know when to eat them. I remember seeing a Olympic swimmer because we had a frozen yogurt machine at our university and he would eat that every night and he just walked around with six pack abs. I'm like, how is this guy doing this? And it's not only because he was exercising so much, but he was also performing and he needed to replenish the glycogen or the carbohydrates he lost in his muscles. And that was the only way he could actually keep weight on. And it threw me for a loop. I was like, there's no way this can be true. Ice cream every night. So it allowed me to take that step back to say, Tony, are you eating for how you're feeling? And this is how I talk with a lot of the the entrepreneurs I work with. Are you eating for, are, are you feeling for how you're performing, right? What do you have going on during that time? Are you just relying on a powder? So that led me to really change my relationship with food. And that's what I educate now on today, being in private practice, working with clients one-on-one, taking everything I learned, working with some of the highest performing athletes and translating it so that I can get those entrepreneurs performing at their best. So they're not constantly thinking about food, having low energy, having brain fog, 
And all of this without any supplements or any sort of fad, because I want this to be sustainable. And that's the key thing here, Flavia. I've been doing this now in my own life, in my own journey. For five years, I've been able to sustain my weight and be happy and continue to perform better and better, not only at the gym, but in my household and in my, in my job, right? As being an entrepreneur and running my business and having a team and, and coming on these podcasts and having energy, Flavia, like all these things. And it wasn't until that moment working with athletes that I see that that's where I want to be at, helping people perform at their best. So what are some of like the biggest mistakes that you see people making with nutrition and what they put in their bodies? Like, I know there's probably a list, a laundry list of tons of things that people are getting wrong, but what is one of those like obvious ones to you that are maybe not so obvious to everyone else? Well, I was listening to one of your podcasts before this, Flavia, and I heard you say you had a reminder on to take your vitamins and sometimes you snooze it, but you will actually take your vitamins. So let me give you kudos for taking your vitamins, Flavia. (laughs) Oh, yes. Gotta love my smartwatch. It buzzes on my wrist. It's hard to ignore. (laughs) Yes. So using what you have is where I see the biggest mistakes because so many of us have and we're connected to technology, but we're not using it for the right purposes. We use it to schedule our meetings, but we don't use it to schedule our eating times. We don't use it to schedule our drinking times. By that, I mean drinking water. So some of the biggest mistakes I see is we get worn out in our schedule and we're not working our schedule with what we're eating. So I see a lot of entrepreneurs fall into quote unquote fasting because they say, well, it follows my eating schedule because they forget to eat breakfast or they don't really like breakfast. But then they wake up in the middle of the night or right before bed and they start to grab that handful of nuts. They might grab their kids' chips or crackers, or they might swing by the freezer and grab a scoop of ice cream and then back on the other way, grab another spoon and eventually half a carton's gone, right? So it's this quote unquote fasting that they're doing when they're not actually fueling their body. Because research has shown that fasting, if you're looking for that boost in performance, should only be done once a year for a week. So it's not an everyday thing that should be followed. The other thing I see a a big mistake is that we're chronically dehydrated. We don't drink enough water. One of the big things I love promoting is hydrate or dehydrate. I came on here, I got my two water bottles. So Flavia, do you have water with you? Hot, red-handed. I don't. I'm looking around the desk. I do not have water with me at the moment. Dun, dun. And think about this. Yeah, and you're someone who's gonna be talking. So I want you performing at your best. And so many of us now are working from home. You're talking, you're on a Zoom meeting. And not having enough water is another huge mistake because being dehydrated, only 2 to 3% could actually lead your performance to drop from anywhere to 7 to 10%. And a 10% decrease in performance is huge, especially when you're trying to run your own business and perform at your best. 10% is huge. If you could be running at 100% instead of 90%, how much more not only could you get done, but what could you do with the other time you have, right? Because we don't want you having to work all the time. We don't want you to be thinking about food all the time. We don't want you to be thinking about water all the time. We want you to be performing at your best. So not having enough water is something we see because the body is 60% water. So it's something we technically can do easily and it should be done easily, but we forget. And the other thing is that in our brain, hunger and thirst are very close to each other. So sometimes we tend to think we're hungry, we're actually just thirsty. So two of the biggest mistakes, just to recap them, is one, typically they are doing fasting when they don't need to, and they think they're just doing it because that's the fad that they say, quote unquote, works for them, but it hasn't because if it did, they wouldn't be in the spot they would, they would be in. They wouldn't have the brain fog. They wouldn't have the low energy. Two, not having enough water, right? Especially because our brain needs water. Our muscles need water, everything. So water. And the third biggest mistake I'm seeing with so many, so many entrepreneurs when it comes to nutrition is following the gut health trend. So what do I mean? We always hear about these probiotics and people are trying to take them or they take a greens powder that gives them a probiotic blend. 
But if we just take a step back, if we don't have enough water, I want you to think of trying to push, let's say, oh man, it's going to get a little graphic here. You got to, you got to do number two, right? You're trying to push something down the pipes. Is it easier to do it with wet pipes or very dry pipes? One would say wet pipes because it helps push things out. So we're dehydrated. So gut health, if you just had enough water, could fix your constipation, right? Two, we keep hearing about all these probiotics, but a quote I really like to, to, to bring up is these probiotics, we don't have enough information about. So I want you to think of the Amazon. I want you to imagine if we threw a house cat in the Amazon, it probably wouldn't last too long. And that's what a lot of these probiotic companies are doing. They're throwing a house cat into the Amazon and hoping it works. And guess what? Most people are just wasting their money on these quote unquote gut health supplements when really what they need to focus on is one, hydration. Two, they need to focus on eating enough fiber. So that means fruits, vegetables, and whole grains, right? And three is staying away from very high fat foods because those high fat foods will actually make you do number two the opposite way. So instead of constipation, you'll have the runs, not to get too graphic on the wording. So those are the three biggest mistakes I've seen in entrepreneurs more recently failing in what they're doing, which is, again, just fasting, quote unquote, two would be not having enough water and three falling for any sort of gut health greens powder agenda supplement. And how does having a coach help you stick to your commitments? You know, for someone that sort of processes everything they should be doing, and then they have a plan in place, what are the benefits of having someone along with you on the journey? Well, when we talk about coaching, Flavia, I just love to look at some of the elite performers I've been lucky enough to to work with. I think about everyone that I've worked with. I myself have had business coaches. When I was working with these athletes, for example, there was a dietitian, there was a strength and conditioning coach, there was a mental performance coach, there was a physical therapist, there was an athletic trainer. Then if depending on their sport, let's just use baseball, there was a batting coach, there was the manager, there was an infield coach or an outfield coach. So those that perform at their best get feedback from others because we miss our blind spots. If we don't have a coach, we are literally missing out on huge opportunities because we keep thinking we can do it on their own. And that's one thing I hear a lot with entrepreneurs, especially in regards to nutrition. Like, no, no, I know what I'm doing or I know enough about nutrition. And I always call them out on it as nicely as I can saying, if you knew what you were doing, we wouldn't be having this conversation. And that's what a coach is there to do to not only hold you accountable, but provide you with steps, actionable items so that you can achieve the goals you're looking for. So, so many of the people I work with, I coach them into eating enough food for what they're doing, eating before and after workouts. What kind of carbohydrates should they be eating? What kind of protein should they be eating? How much water should they be drinking, right? Are there any supplements that could help them? Where are there those gaps in nutrition that are holding them back instead of pushing them forward? And that's what a coach should truly do is really about pushing you forward and having you see your blind spots and then coming up with actionable steps that are personalized. Because so many of the entrepreneurs I've worked with, they've worked with a personal trainer that gave them a laundry list of supplements. When the first thing I'd say, if someone's giving you supplements first, run away, right? Just like a coach. A coach isn't going to just come on and say, hey, here's everything supplemental you should do. Don't worry about the foundation. A coach is always going to make sure you have the right foundation before adding anything else on. So having a coach is honestly the best thing you can do because a coach will guide you and give you what you are looking for and give you the right feedback, which I think is so, so crucial when we're trying to work not only on our nutrition, but on our business or anything in that nature. What are your thoughts on that, Flavia? What, have you ever had a coach? I believe in coaching. I think for me, it's not just having guidance, but also the accountability is having someone other than yourself keeping you on task and measuring your results with you. I think I think coaching, it's... Uh, 
I mean, think about it. We're even from the time we were little kids, our parents were our coaches. You know, they were like, Hey, did you do your homework? Hey, what? what? <laughs> no, don't sleep. eat that candy. You know, no. <laughs> this, so, I mean, it's like human nature to have that support and coaching. I mean, when we're lucky, not everyone is lucky enough to have supportive parents. Not everyone is lucky enough to be able to find a mentor or coach and whatever it is you're trying to accomplish or do. So I'm a big fan of coaching in general. I think being a coach is so interesting too, uh, because even someone who is a coach reaches out to get coaching in other areas as well. So it kind of goes both ways. For anyone who's out there listening who wants to become what you are, not necessarily a nutrition, you know, it could be another type of expertise, but like an expert consultant, you know, an expert coach, someone who works with others, either one-on-one or in a group setting, what is that lifestyle like? You know, I'm sure you've had other jobs too. So what do you think are the benefits of having your job, your lifestyle, your career? If we just take a step back here, when I was working in baseball, I was working when it was spring training, the month of February and March, every day, not not weekends off. I mean, literally every day from about 5am until about 10pm at night. Because I had to make sure breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, late night snacks were all provided for all the players. And we had about 300 players in the organization. I was working every day. I didn't have time to to work out. I didn't have time for my own mental breaks. And then once the season started, I thought, all right, season started. We can kind of slow things down. Things kicked into second gear then. We were given days off, but we got two days off a month, which could have been the Monday of the first week and then the Wednesday of the third week of the month. Then you get all-star break. And then you go back into that every day, two days off during the month. And then if you're lucky enough to make the playoffs, you go into a similar schedule. And if not, I'd go back and work in the camps with some of the younger guys that were developing. So I had no time to myself. And to me, one of the most important things is having a family and providing for my family, but also having that freedom. I didn't want to be a slave to someone else or someone else's clock. And I remember having a conversation with some people Moving up in, in sports, which I love sports, you're going to be giving up your time. It's great if, you, if that's truly what your passion is, but I knew my passion was to be more present for myself and my family and those around me and to be my best self. So I could tell you that prior to being a coach, I was working inc- incredible, insane hours, um, as you just heard. And it wasn't until after two years of working in that, I said, I can't do this anymore. So I started my own practice because I knew that this is the lifestyle I wanted to live. I was in Spain last year for three months with myself, my wife. I brought my mother along because she just survived breast cancer. So it was almost a, a congrats trip for all that. And my one and a half year old, who's now two and a half, right? We, we were able to work virtually for three months in a different country and we loved it. My family lives in Dominican Republic. I'm able to travel there and spend time with them, right? Uh, my wife's pregnant with our second child and that's going to be coming next week. So a lot of things happen where I'm able to spend time with my family and enjoy time away from work. Because when I get to work, I put my full 100% time in and I give my attention to my clients. But when I'm off work, I make sure I'm giving my attention to my family. And that's really what's changed for me. Because when I was off work in sports, I had no time to myself. I still had to worry about getting a quote unquote emergency call. What if food didn't get delivered to one of the, the affiliates at a certain time? because we were in different time zones. So I would say going it this way, I was able to get my time and my freedom back, which are two things that I highly, highly, highly value myself. And so many do. So many people value that flexibility and sort of, even if people are busy, if they can create their own schedule 
and have autonomy in how they're busy versus always being kind of reactive or having other people set up your schedule. Talking to you is amazing. I could do this for hours and I could certainly sit and like talk to you (laughs) at length about nutrition and (laughs) better ways to eat and even just kind of techniques that would be helpful in putting together the right nutrition plan. But And I'm sure there's people listening that want to do that as well. How do people get in touch with you? What is the best way to connect? Absolutely. They should go to nutritionfp.com, which stands for for performance. So nutrition for performance. So nutritionfp.com backslash lifestyle solopreneur. And on there, they can go to that website and they have three things. The first thing is an executive wellness check-in. So this is for entrepreneurs that want to know what it's like to perform at their best. It's 10 questions, completely free. And I will send them a response back on what their wellness check-in is actually like. Are they performing at their best or there's areas of opportunity? The second thing they get is a habit tracker. It literally will be, you will change a habit for 30 days. It's something I use with my clients, completely free. And it's also a video of me. So you get a little bit understanding of how to use that habit tracking tool. And the third thing is if they really want to have a better understanding, to have a diet audit, an energy audit, there is a work with me tab that they can hit, which will be able to schedule a call that will take about 15 to 30 minutes that we can schedule to better understand how we can serve them. So they are no longer reliant on coffee. And I just want to remind them that I was in their shoes as well. When I started off my own business, I just told you I was coming off working from a professional baseball team where I couldn't even take care of myself or work out, or I'd provide them with the right food, but there were still things that was missing. And it wasn't until I took a a look at myself and I was like, this is, this has got to change. That's when I knew that I had to work on myself. And once I did, I'd now provide so much more to my family than just how I look or how I feel, but it's the energy and the presence that I actually have around them. Well, Tony, your energy, I just love it. I wish that for everyone. I wish we all have that level of energy and feeling of well-being around the clock 24-7. So for sharing your secrets, some of them with us, I know there's a lot more to unpack, but to do that, people will have to go to your website. Right now, I'm just so grateful to get a little taste of what you offer. No pun intended, taste, food, taste, food. But <laughs> I, um, I truly appreciate you being here on the show today. And I hope to have you on again soon. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Guess what, lifestyle solopreneurs? If you don't yet have an online business earning you enough passive income to live the life of your dreams, I'd like to suggest you consider trying out Kajabi. Kajabi is an all-in-one solution where you can create and teach online courses, publish a paid newsletter, launch a free or paid podcast, process payments, build one-on-one coaching portals for your clients, and much, much more. I personally use Kajabi to power numerous successful and profitable online businesses. Lifestyle solopreneurs, there's a free trial of Kajabi waiting for you at this link, www.kfreetrial.com. You can try Kajabi for free, no obligation, by going to www.kfreetrial.com. Again, kfreetrial.com, and that K stands for Kajabi. Starting an online business helped me break free from that corporate grind, and I hope it does the same for you. You have nothing to lose and absolutely everything to gain. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and see you next time.